This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zephard, only on 101.9 High FM. As sad as the war in Israel has been, it is important to remember that Israel has many, many friends. Clive Mashishi is one of them, and he has been instrumental in gathering and mobilizing them throughout our country and enabling the city. I'm delighted to have him as my guest now to hear more about what he's been doing in the last eight weeks. Clive, welcome and thanks so much for joining me. Hi, Sharis, and um pleased to be here again, and greetings to all the listeners today. Thank you. Clive, um, you have been unbelievably busy these last eight weeks. Where is the Christian community during this war, the broader Christian community? You know, that is what we were, we were asking ourselves, this question, because that is what we have learned again, that we have we always speak about South Africa having 85% of Christian communities. But I saw during this tough time that we are only having 20% or 25% that believes in the Bible and that believes that Israel exists and Israel was there a long time before. So I'm still surprised because even yesterday I saw a tweet of pastors, bishops, from another church welcoming Hamas in South Africa. So it it turned out to be surprising for us. And a lot of Christians, they are still asking themselves questions. But, yeah. So you're saying 85% are more towards... Yes, no. It is definitely. Because you can hear and you can see and you can read the comments that are posting. And we have seen past years uh, Christian leaders going to Israel, visiting Palestine, and coming back, they are writing comments that Israel is an apartheid state and everything. So that shows where they are citing. Mm. Um, Clive, I think we also just need to remember that even within, like, for example, the Anglican Church, which yes. is the church, I think, that hosted Christ. Yeah, yes, yes. yes. Even within, there are conflicts among uh, what is happening. I know, for example, um, our good friend, Reverend Peter Houston, is challenging the Anglican Church from within. Yes, no. So to what extent do you think there are, even within the 85% that you think are more pro-Palestinian, to what extent do you think there is conflict among them and to what extent do you think it is just a noisy minority that are in control? You know, the 85%, if we can break it out, uh, what you are saying is true, that even inside other churches like the Anglican Church, Roman Catholic or what, or charismatic churches, that we, uh, there are people who are still believing in Israel and they are fighting in within. It's the same with our organizations, like your EFF, ANC, uh, there are people who are really who really love Israel, and they ask for T-shirts from us in the location. But the mandate is only on top. The officials are the ones who knows the truth why they hate Israel. But the majority of people, no, they are they don't they don't hate Israel, and some. Uh, it is because uh, South Africa, if you can study South Africa, government is the biggest employer. Yeah. So people have been employed by government, EPWP jobs, private and, no, not private, public hospitals like the Radical Nehau. 
nurses who are there, they love Israel. Yeah. They go to churches and they pray for Israel every day. But the reason why they can't show up yeah. is because they are afraid that they can lose their jobs. Yeah. So only the top structures who are very radical. You can see a march of EFF running around the streets, people shouting, uh, cursing Israel, doing that. But go to the locations. Yeah. You'll find people that they are different from that. You are working there. Tell me about the work that you've been doing with the 25% who love Israel. No, we have been doing such amazing job. We have pastors that we gathered together. We formed a movement called South African Jerusalem Prayer Network that is praying for Israel every week. We are doing educational programs with them. And we have been gathering and working together with South African Friends of Israel. Uh, past weeks we had an event in Katlehong that was very awesome to pray for the peace of Jerusalem and the ambassador was there and the ANC was marching at the embassy of Israel. So if you can study that, we had an event in Katlehong and studying the history of Katlehong, Katlehong is a very strong political area. And if you find the ambassador of Israel visiting Katlehong and without being attacked, yeah. not even a single stone, he can tell you the real story that South Africa and South Africans love Israel and they don't have the hate to the Jewish community, but only top leaders who are pushing that agenda. So there we have few individuals who are on top, who have power, who hate Israel, and who, who shows that they hate the Jewish community. Because what they are doing, it is also the starting of a Holocaust. It started like that with a small obstacle. So they start now saying they are boycotting, keeping on mud, shops, Jewish shops and everything that support Israel. You can't remove a Jewish person from Israel. So meaning that if he can't listen to you, what are you going to do next? So let's talk about the first march was in Katlehong that was attended by the ambassador. It was yeah. incredibly beautiful. It was well attended. Um, a lot of politicians spoke, um, including um, Colleen Makabela, who was then the, the um, mayor, and not the mayor, I always confuse her as yeah. being the mayor because she's that high profile yes. in terms of what she did for the city of Johannesburg, but actually just the, um, she was the speaker. Yes, the speaker. Speaker, okay, and she has now formed her own party. She spoke beautifully, but so many people spoke so beautifully. How many rallies have you attended since then? Cloud, can you count? <laughs> there are a lot, but... Uh, there's one that we have hosted also here at Redemption Church. It was wonderful, you know, seeing Christians uh, from different areas. You can see your colored community, white community, Jewish community there, and Africans being in one place. The blowing of a shofar, the spirit that was there, praying for Israel and everything. And I was telling people that after those events that we had, we had marches, we had, we were protesting. And after all of that, the ambassador was voted out. But no, right now I heard that the embassy, they are not closing it. So, but they voted that the embassy must be closed. And the ambassador left South Africa for consultation. You know, I was telling other Christians that they said we prayed for the ambassador not to leave. We we did a lot of things. I told them that never lose hope on God. Because if you believe in Israel, you still need to believe in miracles. Because when God works, there's a song that says, 
you made a way when our backs were against the wall. So God will make a way for this. He will show the ANC like the same way he showed Pharaoh, that he heartened his heart so that he can be, his, his power can be seen. That Israel is not only been protected by the idea for what, but it's been protected by the hand of God. So this will show South Africans that never lose hope. Never lose hope. The ambassador is going to return and we are going to have a strong partnership with Israel. We are not just standing with Israel because of our biblical rights or what. We are standing with Israel because the future that we want to see South Africa in, the South Africa that we want to see growing and working, those are the kind of people that we need to partner with. So we need that partnership with the right people. So to make a South Africa a better country, that we know that with AI we are top and everything, we need to partner with countries like Israel. And that is going to happen because God is raising leaders that are going to stand. And right now they are there. I mean, you raise a good point, uh, Clive, in that Israel and South Africa could have, uh, the relations between them could be mutually beneficial. And we're seeing our politicians um, behaving badly in light of the fact that our economy is not doing brilliantly. It seems many of the ANC are more concerned about the Palestinian cause and supporting Hamas than they are about developing South Africa. Um, do, you, do you think politicians who support Israel will get votes for supporting Israel? Do you think it will turn itself into an, a local issue? Yes, they will definitely get votes. You know, now tables have changed. And God, when he speaks with his people, he speaks with them alone. And we are going to see that difference. You know, we can't say the ANC is going to do better or the EFF or what. Because the Bible says so that if you bless Israel, you'll be blessed. And if you curse Israel, you'll be cursed. And never take that for granted. We are going to see a miracle that is going to happen. Our people are going to vote, and they are going to vote right this time. And these politicians, yes, they support the Palestinian side, and they don't care about what is happening in South Africa. Look, right now we are having a big issue. East Comital is retrenching 3,500. Mines are retrenching. South Africans, we have the highest unemployment rate, but no one is sitting there in Parliament discussing these critical, critical issues. But what they are focused on right now is to invite Hamas yeah. here in South Africa. And I, I take it that it resonates with um, South Africans. So that ordinary South Africans must be getting a little bit khatful from that kind of lack of attention to our own citizens. Yes, because if Hamas was coming here in South Africa to speak to us about how we are, are we going to solve the unemployment issue mm. and how are we going to fix uh, Transnet, right now you can see trucks are parked mm. there. Uh, how are we going to yeah. fix ESCOM? Yeah. We are going to be happy. But what are they bringing? That is why we were telling them that they said Hamas was bringing, uh, help them in during the struggle. Yeah. There was no Hamas in the history. Exactly. Exactly. Yes. Clive, I know you've been busy. I know you're going to continue be, be, being busy. Just, um, thank you so much for your support and all the pastors that you work for. I know how dedicated they are and passionate they are to the cause and how appreciative we are of that. No, thanks. Thank you a lot. And what we would like to say on behalf of our community and pastors, 
we we still pray for Israel. We love Israel, and we still have faith that the ambassador is going to return, and Israel and South Africa they are going to have good relations. On that beautiful note, thank you so much. Shalom.